Welcome to the podcast of Catholic Marriage A to Z, where we cover topics of Catholic marriage from A to Z and everything in between. We are Audrey and Zach Peters, a young Catholic couple shedding light on the realities of Catholic marriage as we try to live it to the fullest. Unfiltered, personal, and authentic. Follow along with us every week as we dive into different topics surrounding Catholicism and marriage. What is up? Hello. It's been a minute. Yeah. Not for our listeners, but they, for us, I guess. They don't know that. How does it feel being in the the new fancy podcast room? Yeah, I was about to say, and I, I was talking with one of my friends, shout out to Mitch Tyndall, that uh, how our podcast room was set up. We've, we've upgraded now. We have chairs mm-hmm. instead of sitting on the floor. So we on on a new level, basically. So. Basically. We, we record in a closet still. Yeah, that, that hasn't changed. But I don't know if that ruins the image for anyone, but... That should be fine. It's a small closet. It could be bigger, yeah. Yeah, but we have soundproof panels, so... That's what matters. Mm-hmm. That's it. Amazing. Well, today we're going to be talking about our engagement um, and just that story and not only about uh, what happened, but also just our time during engagement up until we got married. So... Yeah, it was uh, it was a fun time. Obviously, we already got into you know discerning for that and you know why we wanted to marry each other, but more a little bit behind the scenes, uh, just to give you a short little story about how it went. Um, I basically called um, Audrey's soon-to-be uh, maid of honor, Jess Warwick, and said, "Hey, I want to do this uh, at the Newman Center. I want to propose to her after church one day, um, but I want to lead other people astray." So what I did is I, there was a, you know, my, I think my team, some other friends, we were all hanging out one, one night on the weekend and I all told them the wrong date of the proposal on purpose because I know, I know people, I know college kids and drama and gossip. So there are people at the party there that are from my team and from her team. And I knew that it was going to get out because, you know, just, it's just how it works. And plus, if it didn't, I didn't want to risk it. So I told them this date, but me and Jess knew the actual date. Um, and yeah, so we had it all planned out. You know, we went to mass uh, on January 2nd, that Sunday, uh, which was Epiphany, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which at the time I wasn't as familiar with that as I am now, uh, nevertheless. And yeah, I invited obviously um, people from my team, her team, uh, focused missionaries from our church, close friends from the area. And yeah, they all poured in towards the end of mass. Some came during, uh, which she didn't have a reason. She didn't know why they came, but she's like, oh, they just wanted to come because I was coming back to Lincoln to visit. And But once she uh, turned around after mass and saw her family, it definitely, uh, definitely gave it away. Uh, she definitely saw all the people and brought her up to the altar. And we prayed for a little bit. Screaming Baby was in the background. Mm-hmm. Per- perfect, you know, perfect backdrop. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah, the baby like wiped out in the aisle yeah. of the church after. <laughs> like yeah. when I watched the video, I noticed that. So yeah, so that was fun, which was pretty funny. Uh, and just so we're, uh, we're clear in the air, I also proposed with the ring upside down. <laughs> that definitely happened. <laughs> I don't know how many people know that or saw that. For those of you who were there, uh, but it was definitely upside down. Obviously, still see the ring. It's kind of symmetrical, so it doesn't really matter. But it's just funny. It's a classic me moment. So. Yeah, I was like really emotional and crying and everything. And Zach's, you know, telling me 
nice things that I honestly forgot most of it. But um, Zach's telling me how he loves me and everything. And then it's like the final moment and he opens it upside down in the back of my head. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he opened it upside down, but still said yes, just for the record. That's true. So I got through it. And then I made fun of him later. So. Yeah, but it it was really cool, and yeah, the date did get out. The fake date did, so I did know it. Um, and just yeah, because me being neurotic, like I just needed to know kind of and like to plan a little bit, and it ended up being the day before that date, or maybe it's the day after. I think it was the day before. It was the day before. Yeah, because you guys had like team activities the day after. Yeah, you're like, oh my gosh, like do we need to cancel them? Do we need to stop? I'm like. I got it all figured out. That's why I kept on telling her. She's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> it, our proposal actually did end up being during, like, a team movie event or mm-hmm. something that basically the whole team didn't go to. Yeah. And my, my coach got kind of mad. Yeah. It, that, that's a topic for another day. But <laughs> I just I thought it was funny. So was... We, we all ditched the team event to watch me get proposed to. So Very shout good. out to my swim team for doing that. Yes, ma'am. Yes. So, yeah, that was that. Was that. And then the next day... So yeah, and then shortly after, I ended up having a training trip with my team because I was still on the swim team at the time, and I don't want to sound spoiled because the trip was in Hawaii, and that was beautiful and great and a -a once-in-a-lifetime thing, but the whole time, I'm like, I wish my new fiancé was here. I wish I could be with Zach right now. I wish I could have gone back to Indiana with him, where it was probably snowy and no offense to Indiana. It's not like Hawaii. No. So that it was really hard. And I had a great time. I had a great time with my yeah. team and everything. But it was still right after I was like, wow, this big life change happened. And I have to be away from him, which was hard. So in addition, we really didn't get to talk a lot just because of the time change. So that definitely did not make it any easier. But yeah, it was the way it was. Yeah, it was weird. But but it was great. It was Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Had a great time. Just wanted Zach there. Mm hmm. But yeah, that kind of started off and I know I had some conversations with my family just about the timing of everything. Uh, we were planning on slash talking about getting married in July and, you know, there's lots of conversations of, oh, it's too quick. There's already a lot of things going on. Um, my brother was also getting married this past year. He got married uh, right a little bit before us. And so it's just, there's a lot going on and a lot of, you know, coordination. People were trying to figure out dates and everything and so we ended up pushing back the wedding a little bit uh to october obviously of of 22 on the 22nd and and yeah so it worked out okay but it was it was funny because as i'm trying to deal with this with my family audrey's in hawaii again it's like this exact same time frame and it was just a lot because she was obviously had had all of her own thoughts on top of the fact that I was trying to deal with this, but she was very good about it. And we found time and we figured it out and it was all good. So. Yeah, I think it was hard because there was just a lot going on. And I I have a kind of a need for control, still working on it, still yeah. working on surrendering that. But it was hard to feel so out of control. And like every 12 hours or so, I would get the chance to talk to Zach and mm-hmm. we would talk about it and try and figure out more. And then like nothing for 12 hours because it we just couldn't. And so, yeah, it was a hard time. And we ended up not really setting a date for about a month, Mm -hmm. which whenever you get engaged, that's the first thing everyone asks you is what what is the date? And I'm like, well, that's an important thing to know. And it kind of in terms of planning, it sets everything else in motion because you need to tell every vendor a date. Um, So that was it was difficult for me. I know you had to deal with me during that month where we didn't know. 
And it was just the first of many moments where, I know for me personally, I don't know, you can maybe talk to Zach, but I was very stressed out at several points during engagement and during wedding planning. And I would pray about it and I would get to my breaking point and then God would send something our way, like something beautiful or something would just fall into place. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the first of it because we were at mass together one day um, and we were praying and Zach saw I was crying because I, I didn't mean to get that emotional about it, but it, it, it had been a month now and I was just so stressed about not having a date and not being able to do anything. And you know, our priest had been gone for a bit. So Zach was trying to come for me after mass. And I forget what you said. Do you remember what you said to me? Something that was very prevalent for the next six months. And what I said probably a few times was, hey, we need to trust God. We need to be patient. And we need to know that if this is what he wants, then he's going to make it happen. And I said, I don't know when. I can't tell you if it's going to be tomorrow, next week. But we have to trust that with both Father Mattia and and with what God is doing in our lives that he's going to take care of us and you got to give that over to him and literally right after mass we, we stayed a little bit we talked you know I kind of held her for a little bit we prayed uh, like we normally do I think I said something or you said like can you try and do that can you try trusting God for me yeah. I was like I'll try my best yeah something like that and we are leaving church and Father Mattia Passes by us, uh, coincidentally, well, coincidentally, quote unquote, and he goes, let's go upstairs to the rectory and let, let's, let's knock out this wedding date. And he's like walking in front of us. So his back's turned to us. Audrey's just like looking at me. I wish you could see my face. Like, I'm like, I told you. Like, it was so insane. <laughs> I mean, literally like five, 10 minutes after I told her, like, you need to trust in God and be patient and let him work. And it was just so beautiful. And we went upstairs that night and we. Looked at all the dates, looked at obviously the Husker football schedule because that's how you plan things in Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And they had they didn't have an away game um, on the 22nd. And he's like, hey, what about the 22nd at 5 o'clock, 530? I don't even remember. I think it was 5. I'm going to go 5. Yeah, yeah, it was at 5. five. <laughs> and uh, we were like, okay, let's do it. It was perfect. And we got it figured out. And that was the part one of Audrey being stressed out and well for for good measure i want to make that very clear we had waited a long time to get that squared away on like she said to talk about the vendors and all that but again for audrey to get stressed out and then for me to remind her and for her to go back to christ and say i'm going to give this to you trust in you and let you go that was number one there's definitely a few we'll, we'll cover at least one more in this episode but yeah. yeah i know in general just engagement and wedding planning was very trying for me and probably trying for Zach as well because he had to deal with me during it Um, because there's just a lot of things that you try to control and then are out of your control and it was it was very stressful and engagement was just a big test at trying to trust God which I needed to work on and I still need to work on but I think now looking back going through that hard time helped me to be where I am right now so um, I I think then it was like if anything went off of your plan it it was game over right i mean it was just a nightmare almost mm-hmm. but now you're kind of like okay let me let me wait a little bit let me be a little patient 
and then maybe it's like okay what's happening you know just a little patient. but it, yeah but it's got it's it has been so beautiful to watch audrey transform into giving up probably the hardest thing in her life which is that control over to him and not only through the engagement i'm speaking presently right now um and seeing how much she's evolved and again more work needs to be done um but to see that and to know that she's been working so hard on it i know it's hard for her uh it's been really awesome to see that evolve and to make that work and i know she's going to continue to pray about it and get through it more and it's been beautiful to watch so thank you yeah. Um, another trying thing about our engagement period is I was in college mm. and Zach was not. Zach graduated in December and he lived in Indiana for a bit and then to Greenville where his job was. So, yeah, we were doing long distance for my last semester of college. Mm-hmm. So, Zach, how was that for you? You know, <laughs> it's interesting because to me, I was like, OK. We just got to make it till May 17th ish. Mm-hmm. So, and I had made a few trips to Nebraska driving over there. Qu- quite a few. Yeah, quite a few. I uh, ended up calling our relationship not long distance, but long commute because we worked it out to where we would see each other every, about every two weeks. The longest we waited was two and a half weeks, yeah, so, and I counted the days. Yeah, so. So, so that's why she knows that. Um, and so for me, uh, dealing with other previous experiences and just me, you know, being pretty comfortable with what I was doing. I was like, I'm chilling. I'm good. I, I missed Audrey. Don't do not get me wrong, please. I, I drove a lot to go and see her and everything and vice versa. But for me, I was, I was here in Greenville with not much to do. Uh, not a lot of, not a lot of furniture and, uh, apartment decorations as Audrey likes to <laughs> politely remind me. He had one couch and a TV in the living room. That was it. And a bed. And a bed. Did you have a bed frame? Don't remember if I did yet. I don't know. You had an air mattress for a bit, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's, probably for a few weeks. That's terrible. I had nothing here. It was great. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, but yeah, I think the hardest part was trying to console Audrey like when I was gone. And we did go. We probably went two weeks without seeing each other a few times. Obviously, we hit two and a half at one point. I don't know the exact time frame there. But yeah. Um, either way. It was hard for her, and that was hard for me because I know how much like it was very, it's very real. I think a big thing that I that I have to realize with myself and Audrey, and for you guys too, is just because you don't feel something, it doesn't mean that your partner or your spouse isn't feeling it. And I think for me, that's been something that I've learned more and more. Is Audrey was clearly not having a good time with being with doing long distance, especially while being engaged, uh, and. I had to really try and step into her shoes and to ask God to really allow me to open up more and to be vulnerable in the sense of allowing Audrey's feelings to affect me more, if that makes sense, and allowing it to say, okay, I need to really try and understand her more, which is why I, I made as made all the effort I could to go and see her when I, when I could. And I wanted to again, but it made it that much more important to me to say, okay, I got to do this. So, Yeah. Yeah, I guess from my end, like Zach said, long distance was very hard for me. Zach had had a little bit of experience with distance, so he kind of knew how to regulate emotions that way and regulate not being able to see each other that much. But it was very hard, and it was not something that I originally thought was going to happen going into the relationship. And But it was just how it worked out, and I I thought he needed to be in Greenville. He needed to, to do this job, and I knew that I was going to do this for him. And, yeah, it, it was it was hard. And especially when 
I stopped swimming in February. My season ended and I retired. Then I had a lot of free time and I was like, okay, I just want to be with Zach now. But I think there are still, there were some hidden benefits that semester. I know I, the first mass I went to in second semester of my senior year, I, I forget the exact wording, but Father Sassy said something like, whether you're a freshman to your last semester of college, like what impact do you want to make? Like, how is God calling you yeah. this semester to make an impact? And it could be a million different things. And that semester, we had had a co-ed Bible study the semester before when Zach was on campus and we switched it. I just did a girl's Bible study because I was the one present. So I just did a female only Bible study with my team that semester. And it was smaller because it was just girls, but we had like three or four regulars every time. Mm -hmm. And just the conversations that we got to get into there and how I got to be there for them. That was really cool. And I am very thankful for that. And I wouldn't give that up. Um, shout out to some of the regulars were Rachel and Jess and Reagan and Caitlin, who actually all happened to be my bridesmaids. Funny so a, a few others as well, like some family members and, and Christine, the my sponsor for mm -hmm. confirmation. But just getting to be close to those girls. And it was it was amazing. And that last semester, too, my friend Reagan invited me to be on a radio show. She was on a radio show at this radio station in Lincoln just talking about the swim and dive team and she wanted a co-host and happened to ask me because we were close and I went and I ended up loving it. We went every week. We went from 9 to 10 p.m., which mm -hmm. was super late considering our practice was at 5. Well, I had to wake up at 5 the next day and ended up loving it. And that's now my career is in radio. Yeah. So, yes, that was a very hard semester and I wish Zach had been there. But I got to experience time with those girls. I got to experience a career change because originally I was going to be a nurse. I had gone to nursing school, discerned out of that. Yep. Um, that'll be for another episode, but some hidden benefits in that semester that really helped. And I think it helped for me to grow personally in other areas of my life, other than the, the relationship, even though we still talked all the time, it helped me grow in other areas of my life. So I could be, have a more solid foundation for when we actually did get to be together. So. Yeah, and that, that pairs well with, you know, talking about, you know, why long distance is good for our relationship or why it was. Again, we're not recommending for people to do this necessarily, but again, instead of us looking back being like, oh, that sucked, slash, like, that ruined our engagement, like, we don't want to do that, um, we would rather go back and say, how did this help our marriage and how did it help spiritually and physically, mentally, everything? And kind of to backtrack a little bit too, right before we got engaged, I believe, Audrey, you can correct me, I kind of made a pretty solemn vow and promise to her about not wanting to use her and not wanting to take advantage of her. Um, you know, we had had, to, had some mistakes in the past, uh, nothing quite serious, thankfully, thank, thanking God for that. But enough to the point where I was like, if I seriously want to marry this girl and spend the rest of my life with her and, you know, have kids with her and you know go forward with this like i need to i need to show her that love and that's not through action that's through uh making that commitment to saying hey we have our whole life together i need to show this promise and commitment to you now even though we're not married yet um and so being in long distances made it that much harder because when we saw each other it was like oh my gosh you know like we haven't seen each other in a long time and that was really hard 
Um, but again, for us, I think during that time, like Audrey just kind of foreshadowed, we were really able to build that background uh, individually uh, with her, obviously with her Bible study and with Newman Center, with me, a little bit of that. We're also being here in town, getting to know the church here, but also meeting other people in town. Um, I pick up all friends, uh, you know, as I've gotten closer and closer with them, they have been very supportive of Audrey and I and have been just really good people in our lives. So again, for us, it was, I think it played a crucial part in terms of we had spent so much time together uh, before I moved, which again, is not a bad thing. But going from spending what, I don't know, eight hours a day with each other. Yeah, that's pretty close. close. To, yeah, versus <laughs> now seeing each other for a few days, every two weeks, every two or three weeks, big shift. And I think it really allowed us to get ready uh, for spiritually and physically just knowing the best for ourselves and creating an independent relationship with Christ as we came together as one uh, going into marriage. Mm-hmm. So, And I wasn't going to talk about this, but maybe to touch on this as well. Everyone knows the five love languages, right? Mm. Um, that's pretty popularized. There's a book on it, everything. Awesome stuff. And Zach and I had taken a test and both of our top ones are physical touch and quality time. The opposite for us. Yes, opposite, but but still pretty close. Both of they were both top two for us. Yes, both top two. So, and being long distance, quality time was still manageable. It was it, you could still kind of do it through FaceTime, but it's mm-hmm. not the same. I remember talking to you about that. Like it's not the same. I yep. love it, but it's not the same. Yep. So I know I at least had to really grow in some other areas, which was kind of different and cool. Yeah. I don't know if you felt that at all, but I know. Zach, he he was doing these long drives and he has a, a bad back from from gymnastics and everything. So he has to wear a heating pad and he wanted to wear his heating pad in the car while he drove to make him feel better. And I remember him talking to me one day and he was like, man, I wish there was like a car adapter that I could like plug this thing into because it, it was a normal plug. It wasn't a car plug. Um, and I ended up finding one online and sending it to him. And I it's my birthday. No, it right? was random. It wasn't your birthday. Oh, just kidding. Yeah. I like oh, sending right. yeah. like right. sending little gifts like that didn't mm-hmm. come naturally to me, but getting mm-hmm. to send that like allowed me to show him that I loved him oh, from yeah. afar and sending little texts throughout the day, like words of affirmation. That wasn't always a huge thing, mm-hmm. but stuff like that. So I don't know. I remember noticing no, that. That, that and... That's a good point to bring on. We had to bring out the other three love languages more so than we ever have and maybe ever will again. Because they were the only three that were feasible compared to our main two. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying this now as I'm just now realizing, by the way, for all yeah. you listening out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I agree. That's kind of a cool way to look at it. We kind of got to improve in that way. And mm-hmm. at times, I know you've actually, in my opinion, you, you've been pretty amazing at gift giving. I don't know. I'd be, you think so? I'd be interested to see if you took the test again, if it popped into your top two. I don't know. It probably won't. But It takes it, me... For you, I like giving you really good gifts, but it takes me a lot of effort. Yeah, that's fair. And usually I don't put that time and effort into everyone. So if anyone's received a less than quality gift from me, I'm sorry. That is not advantageous for me. So, But regardless, yes, that kind of, I think that ties in well with what we already said spiritually. You know, we were growing in other areas of our lives that without that period of long distance up until May, we wouldn't have been able to see or grow because it wasn't going to, no, nothing else is going to put us in that environment to do so. Mm-hmm. So that was just a really hard, but beautiful time for us as we were coming together in May. Yes. 
So we did end up being together in May, which was awesome. And why are you laughing? <laughs> he knows what's coming coming next. That's what happened. So I'd rather laugh and cry about it. So um, in May, so we had both been student athletes all of our lives. So we planned on seeing all of our family, all of our friends, traveling a bunch. Um, I started a job in July, so we had some time. Originally, we had built in some breaks here and there, but we ended up traveling from May to July straight. Pretty much. Yeah. I don't know who let us do that. <laughs> Ourselves. <laughs> we drove so far. We calculated at some point. We drove like 38 hours. It was a it was a lot. It was bad. It was a lot. Um. So, yeah, it was fun, but it was also probably the most stressful time of our relationship. Of my entire life. Yeah. For me personally. Well, you also, like, whenever you broke your back and everything, that was pretty stressful, too. That's fair. That was pretty bad, too. Anyways, but, yeah, so we traveled a bunch, which it was great to see everyone. Mm -hmm. um, very stressful on our relationship and just adjusting to coming back together. While it's a great thing, it still takes adjustment at times. And, yep. yeah, just... Many things happened one after the other in on May 23rd, which was the anniversary of us dating for one year. Zach got his wisdom teeth out and he got all four and he ended up getting what is known as a dry socket, which is where basically when you get your wisdom teeth out, there's supposed to be like a blood clot that forms that protects the nerve in there. And bone. Yeah. And bone. Um, clot gets ripped out and zach is in so much pain more pain than i've ever seen him in in my life and i watched him after back and shoulder surgery so zach is in an incredible amount of pain zach is on opioids prescribed opioids by his doctor um zach doesn't like being on prescribed opioids but he needed them and we're like we're traveling like we're driving zach's moving like moving you out of the bottom out of Turtle Creek. Like. Yes. We are moving me out and Zach is completely incapacitated and just in so much pain from what I could gather. That was hard. Yeah. Probably more for you than for me, but yeah. Zach was in a lot of pain and that was not to make it about me, but to make it about me. That was hard for me as well because I think I was used to Zach being one, the one who's there comforting me and consoling me and everything and you know, on all the drives on during all the moving, like I couldn't rely on that. I had to take care of him. And yeah. I don't know. It just they say like marriage is a sacrifice and you have to you have to learn to sacrifice for your partner. I think that was one of the first big times I had to do that. Um, I had to put this goop in your mouth like oh, it's a gosh. it was like a numbing, like protecting thing, which actually ended up probably being the thing that got me to heal the fastest. And yeah. I wish you started sooner. And that's no one's fault, just yeah. how it worked out. That was after we found an emergency dentist in Lincoln because we didn't live there and we needed an appointment last minute. Yep. Um. So, yeah, I was putting that in his mouth and I was he was sleeping all day. He was on drugs, so I had to drive a bunch, which I didn't mind. Contrary to popular belief, Zach doesn't like to let me drive, but yeah. um, which actually has a good reason. We'll see that in a minute. So yeah. um, anything you want to add to your wisdom tooth experience? No, I think you touched on it beautifully. <laughs> And I think to this day, you've sacrificed more for me during that time than any, any other any other time of our relationship. You've still sacrificed things for me since getting married and even before then. But that was definitely the biggest one. I mean, I I wasn't talking. I was barely moving. Mm -hmm. I was barely eating. I mean, I had to get specific food. I mean, it was just it was a lot. And yeah, she did about probably 10 hours of driving, I'd say. 
yeah during that time um maybe a little less maybe a little more um so just a lot and yeah there are a lot of things that we had planned to do or that i was supposed to help out with that i just could not and that made it a lot harder for audrey it was nice that when she was moving we obviously had her family and some friends that came over to help out so mm-hmm. it wasn't just a complete botch yeah um, no that was great it was so. still hard and by the time we got to greenville i was definitely improving mm-hmm. um again i was able to actually like speak that was a good first step. that was a plus after yeah. not hearing him speak for a week yep uh, so yeah. there are a lot of good things yeah and then do you want to talk about what happened when we went to iowa oh gosh well, in Iowa, we thought that finally, oh, we can settle down. It's just my parents. We can rest for a bit. And yeah. then, then what happened? Yeah, you know, because, yeah, we got to Greenville, popped some things off, stayed there for a few days, went straight to Iowa from there, right? Mm-hmm. I believe so. To go hang out with our family for a planned for a week. Yes. Yeah, and okay. then we would have a week at home for once. Cool. Yeah, well, Audrey had an appointment and... I was playing pickleball, as I've previously mentioned. I'm making some friends. Audrey ended up getting in a car accident, unfortunately. Uh, She was trying to get directions, obviously, and someone got in the lane, got in front of her, and that was it. Uh, Nothing too much to say there. Um, And so she ended up hitting them, and the car uh, was a little hurt. We thought it was going to be totaled. Ended up not being. Still cost a lot of money to fix. It was totally my fault. Yeah, yeah that's okay. not a good day. But regardless, that I was in the midst of I needed to go to a gymnastics camp. I had agreed to a to help out and be financially speaking too. That would have been nice to you know it was, just, it was just good all around for recruiting purposes with the new program and everything. And we were supposed to go to Indy right after that. We we're supposed to I mean just all over the place. And so thankfully, we finally got a flight out of Iowa um, after my like a week after. I don't even know. We were there for a while. Yeah. Like two or three weeks. We had to get a last minute flight. Yep. To Indy. We found a, a restaurant in the airport that Zach loves oh, yeah. and still wants to go back yeah. to. There's that. Um, yeah. Thankfully, one of my one of my friends from back home, Ishan, him and his mom picked us up from the airport late, like really late at night. I mean, 1130 midnight. I uh, got us home and we, we, my parents were nice enough to allow me to use my sister's car. Um, for the next few months just to get around and to get to Greenville um, as Audrey was about to start work. That was the main thing was we needed to get back to Greenville because mm-hmm. <laughs> we were supposed to be there weeks prior. Yeah, and, they really, they saved the day there. Yeah, because then we awesome. had to go to Michigan to mm-hmm. go see my grandparents. We had to cut that trip off, though, a little bit more than we were planning because of the situation at mm-hmm. hand and because there was some COVID mess up. It, there's just yeah. everything going on. <laughs> But thankfully, we went to Petoskey, um, which we're, we have a cabin up there, and that was good. Mm-hmm. And then it was so so fun, and that was probably the least stressful part of the trip. That definitely gave us a good restart. I was feeling good. I was able to do whatever I wanted at that point, for the most part. I think in like, terms of yeah, eating, your tooth, you were fine. It didn't matter. Um, you know, having a glass of wine with my grandparents and Audrey, you know, like I could do all that finally. Because <laughs> um, I, I didn't, I didn't have any alcohol probably for. It was a while. Yeah. Because I just, you couldn't. Yeah. Um, which is fine. There was nothing bad about that. But it, it was more so saying being able to relax and not have to worry about any external things. Um, yeah. Just hanging out with my grandparents. But yeah, we got back and finally, one last problem, which brings us to. Do I even remember this? You will. This brings us to part two of Audrey trusting in God. So during <laughs> this entire time, as you guys know, uh, you know we don't we, we weren't cohabitating. Uh, we were we were 
trying to obviously not live together until we were married. We had still not found a place for Audrey to live. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's right. It's hard to find places to rent in a small town such as Greenville. Yeah. And I mean, this actually might be a little bit prior to this conversation right now. Mm-hmm. But either way, it's something that's important, I believe. Yeah. 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 Literally, I had talked to real estate people in town, my pickleball friends, all of these people, and nothing was coming up. And things that did were too expensive or like they gave someone else the place. Like it just was not working out. Um, and eventually people are like, oh, just have her live with you. It's more, it's cheaper. It's easier. I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah, even my own parents and stuff, which yeah. nothing against them. It was cheaper no. and easier, but yeah. Yeah. And then literally I think maybe, oh my gosh, five days before you moved or a week. I mean, it was a cl- it. It was a lot before that. Okay, but... <laughs> I, it was a pretty close still very time close. Frame, I kept. I mean, this entire time, I kept on telling Audrey, "Hey, trust in God. He's gonna work his way." And again, she had a. So I guess more importantly, she had a breaking point on one day. I told her, "Hey, be patient, trust." And literally the next day, we finally got coordination with a friend of a employee at my university. I said, "Oh, she has a spare room that she'll only charge you." a very low amount of money for Wi-Fi, I mean, everything. It was amazing. Yeah, I had a fully furnished room as well. We didn't have to, so I could move all my stuff to Zach's place because I was only going to be for about three. Five, five, or Originally five with oh, all of the stuff. It yes. ended up being like three, yes. but um, that was great. And I'm so thankful for her hospitality. And oh, my gosh. She ended up living like 30 seconds away. Yeah. Like a 30-second drive from Zach, which was really cool Literally, well. by the way. Yeah. But yeah, so nevertheless, <laughs> that was... Again, another, another test for, for both of us, but for Audrey as well as she continued to grow in that space. And that was, again, beautiful to watch that play out as God continued to take care of us and still does. Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, we made it back to Greenville. And I think a lot of what happened in the final few months, um, we're going to probably do another episode on going more in depth. But I started my job. Zach was still doing his job. Um, it was ramping up a little bit, but still pretty calm since no one was on campus yet mm-hmm. and i guess people went on campus before we got married but yeah um i did my job and it was not for me uh, i'll just say that i ended up leaving that job after three months and yeah that was a really hard time um and we'll talk more about discerning jobs and discerning careers and stuff and i was worried about what people would think of me leaving my first job ever yeah. out of college after three months and worried that I just wasn't being tough enough and I wasn't making it through enough and I wasn't cut out for a full-time job. And um, But the more I looked at it, the more I prayed about it and listened to podcasts, you know, a podcast from Jennifer Fulweiler, who was mm-hmm. the one who basically converted me, also helped me discern to uh, leave this job. So shout out to her. And But the more I looked at it, the more I could see it was it was hurting me. It wasn't where I was supposed to be. I really hadn't discerned a lot going into the job. I kind of rushed into just finding a job after I discerned out of nursing school. Yeah. Um, so I hadn't really put a lot of thought and prayer into going into the job. And I think this time it reflected. So, yeah. And I, I think I noticed how it wore off on Zach. And that wasn't something I wanted in my life. And that wasn't something I wanted going into our marriage. I guess you can touch on kind of you had to sacrifice a lot for me while I was in that job. Yeah. You know, un- until, you know, she stopped her job, which coordinated well with like after a honeymoon, after marriage, you know, 
she was a gone most of the day. And even when she got back, even if she wasn't physically tired, mentally, every, every single time, just gone, just done. Um, so, you know, I was doing all the chores, all of the dinners. I mean, most of everything. And, and Audrey still would if I asked uh, her help, she would. But it was very clear to me that she could not handle much past doing her job. And that was just, it was, it was really hard to watch, which inevitably kind of co-aligns what she was talking about. I finally said, we have a a purpose here on earth to serve Christ and to make disciples and to serve his kingdom. But if you're not able to do that, like even have a chance to do that because of where you're at, then we need to stop. And I, I, I was very honest with her, you know, financially, you take that out of the equation, there was no reason why she should have kept on doing her job. And that's why I told her, I said, Hey, money is not going to be like, it's going to be a little tight, you know, moving forward. And we're gonna have to work on it before now when she has a lot more awesome uh, jobs she's been doing. But at, for a few months, it was like, hey, it's going to be a little tight, but I can make it work. I have stuff saved up, obviously, and I, I'm very good with money. I keep it. It's very important to me, and that was that was instilled from my father and other people in my family. And so I told her, I said, we're going to be okay. And I, I think whenever, when she finally let go and said, you know, gave her two-week notice and knew she was going to be done, it was just such a burden taken off for both of us. More importantly for Audrey, but for me as well, just... And then she was able to then flip flop again and serve me more by helping out around the house more um, and cooking majority of the dinners now. I mean, just having that flip flop and having that duality change was just such a such a blessing and it helped me do my job better. It continues to this day, literally today, it'll help me to go to the gym and be more free and help coach my guys and lead them to Christ more because Audrey's helping me in such a way. Yeah, I felt bad during that time. And but I'm very thankful, and I'm very thankful that I had a, a fiancé at the time, now a husband, that would sacrifice sacrifice for me and just when I was dead to allow allow me to feel better and to do to sacrifice all of that for me when at the time we didn't know it was only going to be a three-month job. He thought it might be forever. and Or at least a year. We had, or at we, least we a had year. Like agreed to a year <laughs> slash, oh, we'll get the, you know, I had calculated how much money we were going to yeah. get from july to july i was like oh just make it through the year then we'll yeah, talk and that was the goal and yeah. didn't work out that way but no. i think overall in our whole experience of engagement it was a lot of learning to sacrifice oh yeah which i think that prepared us for marriage um because i know there will be sacrifices in the future mm -hmm. um so far i think it's been pretty pretty chill in terms of that aspect but yeah there will be sacrifices in the future especially with kids and a family and everything and learning to be able to give up for the person you're with yeah. um meant the world it's i mean it's what christ did on the cross yeah. literally marriage marriage is the cross it's giving yourself up for another person right so i think that just our life experience and just all of the hard times engagement was hard yeah but i think it prepared us the best we could 100% for today um, and there will be a cross that comes our way again in marriage probably harder than anything we've experienced yet in terms of sacrifice and I firmly believe we'll be ready it doesn't change how hard it's going to be whatever it's going to be but I feel so confident with Audrey that we can get through it and that it's going to make us stronger and God's going to allow us to grow in such a way that without it who knows where it will be moving forward yeah, I even remember we're going to 
spoiler alert, we're going to do our, our wedding day in the next episode. Oh, but yeah. in the wedding homily, he said, I don't remember the exact words, but he said how marriage is the cross and how marriage mm -hmm. is you're entering into a life of suffering, which kind of right. sounds really ominous and <laughs> it's supposed to be a happy day and everything, but it becomes so beautiful when it's for someone you love. Again, yeah, just such a blessing. As as hard as everything was, it was a beautiful thing to learn from and grow from. And again, without it, we wouldn't change it for the world. And we're very happy with how it ended. Yes. But stay tuned. Obviously, we have this podcast coming out, I guess, in six days, question mark? Yeah. Yeah, six days. Um, so props to Audrey, as always, for getting that done. But nevertheless, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, obviously, the next one's going to be about our, our wedding day and preparing for wedding night and just all of that and oh man there there are some crazy stories to tell so please if you want a good laugh honestly we're gonna give it to you some some sad moments too some hard moments mm -hmm. um but definitely some good uh some good comedy coming your way if you stay tuned so but thank you so much for joining us uh, we always appreciate you guys uh and please be on the lookout i know i've already mentioned this we're, we're kind of working through how this is going to look but trying to get a prayer request form sent out. There will be a prayer request yes. form linked. Yes, we are so. trying to figure out the best way to do that. And so we promise by by the time this episode is out and you're hearing this right now, it'll be out there. So yes. um, be be ready for that. And please utilize that to whatever you guys need for, for, for y'all's health or whatever you guys need. So yeah, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. See you later. As always, thank you for listening. Be sure to follow our social media and we'll see you next week.